What's up, Alphas? It's your host, Zell May, the Alpha himself, and we have the beautiful Bree. How you doing today, Bree? Hey, what's up, people? It is another week of purpose. We are here. Yes, we're on the third week. I'm excited. We got a heavy subject today. But for a moment, I want to do right. I said it in another podcast, but we're going to do this right for this one. Uh, we're going to have a moment of silence, like 10 seconds for Brianna Taylor and actually acknowledge her. I feel like people don't do that a lot. Okay, we did our 10 seconds for Brianna Taylor. May she rest in peace. May we continue to fight. And use her, and use her name to try to change the system that didn't do her right. So, Brie, we got a topic today. What the topic is on today? <laughs> the topic today is so fitting for what has been going on. It's um protecting black women. How do we do that? What does that look like? Why do you feel that they're not protected? If they are protected, how are you protecting them? Because everybody's not in the same boat. Um, what it looks like to protect a black woman. Um, yes, I think a lot of people just, are confused on that. So. They are confused. A lot of people are confused. Um, and like disclaimer, like if you don't agree, that's fine. Uh, we always welcome you to tell us what, what it looks like for you um, in our different subjects. But as for me in my house, <laughs> um, I I think we talked about this in a, in a podcast before, but I don't feel like black women are protected. Um, I feel like black women are often like imitated like a lot of people want to be black women uh, other races uh, but they and, and other races fantasize about black women but no one wants to step up and protect them we are like last on the list a lot of times and honestly i can't tell you why <laughs> because as a black woman we are really the ones that go hard. Uh, we're always in the front lines for for our people, whether uh, man or woman. Um, and these this past week or a couple of weeks or even like 2020, because it's been going on for a while, we're just getting like results from them. The events that have happened in the name of Black women, um, it's really I I, I don't want to say disgusting. But that's just like my initial feeling. It's really devastating to know that we talk about how much we love black women, um, but do we really know what it means to really love a black woman? Because in love is protection. Like you can't say that you love me and don't want to protect me. Um, and just to know that, you know, I'm a black woman and I'm not exempt from the things that have happened um, to the many black women, women um, in, in our culture and in our time, even the time before us. It's kind of scary. Like 
to know that you'd rather make a joke about it, um, that you'd rather just capitalize off of what's happening than to really step up and do what's right for black women. Um, now, in a personal sense, I know that the black men that I'm surrounded by will protect me. And I guess that's like um, an argument that comes into play. Like strangers don't want to protect strangers, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the black men that I am surrounded by, um, I am so grateful. I, I am very, very grateful that I know that I am protected by them. So in that sense, yes, I'm protected. But as a black woman in general, I know that um, if I'm out in public um, alone and something is happening to me and there's a black man standing near me, I'm not sure. Like, I don't have the confidence that that black man would, or any man, would come to my rescue if I needed it. Um, and so, go ahead. I often say, why do you feel like that? Uh, is it because of social media or is it because of experience in certain ways or anything like that? A lot of things. Some of it is from social media, but I've experienced some of it also. Um, and to be honest, <laughs> um, black men, some black men would rather just watch, you know, uh, no matter what it is, like, you know, they feel like it's none of my business. Um, I don't know her to protect her. Uh, I'm gonna just stay out the way type of thing. Um, and I just, I just don't have confidence. Like I, I always have to be more aware and be ready to really fight for my life. Cause you know, I'm alone. A lot of the times I live by myself, I'm out doing things alone. And I just, my first thought is never to look for a man standing on the sideline. Who who would be able to protect me when you walk in a room? If something happens to me, can I trust this man who's standing here, who's three times bigger than me, to protect me? And the answer is always no for me. Um, I don't trust it. I'm always pleasantly surprised when they do. Uh, but I don't have a high expectation for, for them to protect me. And... Yeah, that's, I don't think it's it has always been like that. Oh, that's an interesting take because I always want to get to know. That's the whole reason I want to ask people like Bree and give her a show because she's very insightful on things like this. So I like, yo, let's do purpose. And this is one of the topics I wanted to actually talk about because in my experience, I do. Like, if you know my track record, I really do. I have done some people like, why did you do all that for somebody you didn't know? I'm like, because it's the right thing to do. But in other cases, I understand. So I want to get understanding because me personally, I can't relate to that because everybody know I go out of my way for people I love and even strangers in most cases, if you know me, most like, you know, I do that. So like normally I don't understand it because I don't come from that. And like it's in my family to do stuff like that. So I know my cousins and people get a shirt off their back, even if they're not necessarily great people, but if they know you're struggling, they'll get a shirt off your back. So it's always good to listen to somebody else's point of view and try to understand why they feel like that and something we can you can always work on try to improve yourself and do better and as a community come together and have these hard conversations absolutely and and 
Trevor, I wish, I guess it's just um, for me, like when I think about it, it's just people being selfless, um, being actual human beings and seeing someone in need and um, being able to help them. Um, a lot of things that you see on social media when you see women being beaten or um, just taken advantage of, you always just see people holding a camera, you know, like, yeah. and not saying, stepping in and saying, yo, like, this is a woman. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, like, not, I guess we've lost the accountability, no matter if I know you or not. Um, I think it's just selfish to me, like, to say, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, she's in danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, like, helpless at this point. Um, and I guess, I don't know, like, it's just being taught to, like, stay in your own lane uh, and mind your business. It's, it's really exhausting. Hence, it's, it's exhausting um, to know that when I have to go out with my friends, we got to make a plan. Like, we can never go anywhere by ourselves because we have to depend on each other as women to protect ourselves and not the men who are definitely going to be in, in the same spaces as us. Um, and so I, I, I kind of want to know like what makes people not want to protect black women? Um, what turns you off so much about the black woman? Like you fantasize about her, you like all the assets of a black woman, um, but there's something not connecting to make you want to protect her. Um, we're gonna break this down into a lot of different things that people are gonna try to dissect it into. So, uh, first is a, it's gonna do a study that when they had a crime committed, they faked the crime, right? And the study, mm -hmm. they faked the crime, and they said. Out of a hundred houses in New York, only one house called to say the crime. And they asked them why they didn't call. They said, it's none of my business. So I think it's becoming more of a societal thing in general. And especially if they don't identify with you, which is something we're going to talk about in a minute too. It's a lot of identity stuff in there. Like, oh, you ain't on my team. We talked about this team stuff and all that. And then it's a lot of... There's a lot of different variables in there. There's a lot of anger in certain ways. Things that don't make sense. Uh, uh easy clout. Easy clout. Like you said, people rather have a phone out and record it than do something. They rather get clicks on the video than actually like participate. And be like, yo, somebody yep. else do it. So it could be multiple uh, things to that too. So it's interesting. One thing that comes to my mind like initially it's like um black women being too independent like some it's like it's something we chose to do um i've watched a lot of videos on <clears throat> mainly the younger generation but sometimes the older on like if you had to choose between a black woman and a white woman which would you choose and why um a lot of them are like i would choose a white woman because she's less aggressive um and I think it's just, it's very important to understand that during a time where the government was separating black men from their families, um, black women had to, to step up and be, you know, the independent woman. I'm an independent woman. I got to take care of all of my kids. I got to do this by myself. 
it's not something that we want to do. Um, now, there is a difference between wanting to have your own as an independent person, period, not just as a woman, but as a human being, being able to work hard and have your own. But I think attaching that aggression to a black woman is unfair. Uh, I think it dates back for a long, long time of us being put in a situation where we had to be the aggressor, where we had to learn how to protect ourselves. Because again, when we look around for the black men to protect us, they weren't doing that. Um, and so in order for us to kind of survive, we had to do it ourselves. Um, so I have heard that, you know, black women are aggressive, you're too independent, you're too strong, you don't need a man, all of this, but it's because we had to be. So I think that answers one of the questions is why are we not protected? But how do we fix that? Because, I mean, black women shouldn't have to become, um, more submissive to it to be protected that is true i i had someone i discussed this with people because i'm interested like i like i do my research on everything because everybody know i i love black queens that's my thing i i appreciate all of them that's all i raised around really beside my brother and my, and my dad that's it beside black women so but so i'm used to being able to consciously take out things that might that people find that they say find annoying so I had a conversation they're like black women are angry and I don't have time to feel that anger all the time but then they also had a complaint about every other female and the different types of what they feel so it's like depending on what they are for instance they said I having this conversation they were like it's different types for each culture based on their type, but they like black women are generally angry and I don't feel like dealing with it. So my, so I was always questioning like, why do you think that is? What, what is this? Is this a perception thing that I'm wanting? Cause I feel like a lot of anger stuff come from perception. Cause I find a lot of people just angry nowadays. So I'm right. wondering, I'm wondering, is that a perception thing? Cause most people I find angry. Even though I do find some people unreasonable, but I find that in every culture, though. Some people unreasonably angry at every culture. Like, some people don't like the yeah, fact that I won't argue, so. I think it's, I think it's very unfair to, to associate such a strong emotion with just, you know, one culture or race. Like, everybody is angry, but the Black woman always get, gets labeled as the angry Black woman. Like, why is that the only... You know, because it's such a negative connotation um, and it's so common that black women have started to try to mold themselves in different situations um, and not be as vocal or not show as many emotions so they won't be labeled as the angry black woman. Um, it's unfair. Uh, and I just, I get that some things just come with the territory, but that shouldn't stop people or, or men from protecting us because you feel like we're the angry black woman. Have you tried to figure out if we're really angry or what is making us so angry? Um, are you trying to treat me like a human being? Or are you just using the stereotype that has been associated with a black woman to um, cover up something else that another reason, if that makes sense. Like, if there's something deeper and you just use uh, the angry black woman as um, an easy way out. 
That is true. I think that I think that possibly is one. Another thing is I think that's not just among I think it's around black culture. Except for for black men, I think it's more acceptable because most things people associate black men with needs aggression. Mm-hmm. Like you see a football player, you want an aggressive person on the football team. Even though it comes to light that it seems to be a disconnect because when Tom Brady yells at someone it's like praise but when Des Bryant does it he's a bad teammate but at the same time we like it because the sport is meant to be aggressive so I think it's just like a black stereotype thing but it's okay for one and bad for another group which I think is like you said unfair in general definitely unfair and so, yeah, I just, I guess I, over the past week, I've just accumulated a lot of questions um, because it hit so close to home. Like even, even the um, Meg the Stallion situation where Tori Banks decides to um, drop a album. I did um, not listen to that, by the way. I said it in my other did podcast. Did not stream it. Did not, does not even want to say his name, but it's just, the reactions that I have been getting aren't pleasant. Um, people are still streaming it. Now they have questions for Megan. Like, are you really telling the truth? Like the girl was shot. <laughs> like there, what, what is she having to defend um, for being shot? Is that, that makes sense. Like, why do I have to come back? And why is my stance being questioned? Because this man made an album two months after the incident um, and it was, and he planned it. Like you made an entire album instead of just coming forward and forward and saying what happened, you decided to capitalize on the girl being shot. Yeah. I did not like that at all. I said it in the what's do nine nine podcast. I said, I didn't like it. Then I said, I didn't stream it because I didn't like the feel of it. I would have actually listened to you, if you just told your side of the story, being fair, I would have listened. But to try to profit off of it because you know people want to hear it, especially after Breonna Taylor's thing today. The after, day of. Yeah, Same I felt. I felt horrible about that. I'm not like I, I can't disgusting. stream this. I'm like I can't. I I can't stream. It might even be a good album, but I don't want to hear it because it's it a slimy be- thing to do. It is so low. That's just like, uh, it's an old term. That's low down. Like that, you show no character or class when you do stuff like that. Like, I don't care. Like, I just, and I just, it's a lot. It just frustrated me that you decided to drop an album to get sales off of like physically assaulting someone. I just, it does make sense. And before everybody come at me, like, why are you taking up? Why you ain't defending? Blah, blah, blah from the idiots in the back. Let me, let me say something. When a, when a, when you ask how we know what happened with Tori or how we know blah, 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 or how we know she telling the truth. You do realize you, you sound like the white person when you get upset that the white person asks, what did they do wrong? I'm like, one thing I'm not, is not yeah one thing I'm not is a hypocrite so if I have the same if I have the same problem with the police shooting somebody 
and we and somebody asking why instead of like why do they shoot him in the back it doesn't matter i'm gonna keep the same injury throughout my whole life because i'm not this other thing that i want to talk about that people claim is in this identity politics we identify with somebody so we take their side which seems to be in the way i just proclaimed it true you see a white police officer he on my team white guy what did you do wrong because he's a good guy that's who i identify with black man the same thing oh it's a black man she must have did something to upset him i seen some i seen some hood black women say the same thing too though so it ain't just black men there's a lot of hood black women taking Tory side too there's nothing anyone now there's nothing that she could have done for you to shoot her <laughs> like I, that's what i understand like you realize the level of violence it is for you to pull out a gun and shoot someone yeah that's extremely violent um like i said i don't know the full story but at the same time you don't it's the same energy throughout did they it deserve is. to get shot it's the same energy did, oh oh somebody sold drugs 10 years ago did they deserve to get shot over it? Did somebody deserve to die because of that? Yeah, like, like something happened 10 years ago. Well, she was drunk and was yelling at him. Did she deserve to get shot? Like, did she deserve <laughs> to get shot? Yeah. Like, she was shot. Like, I think that we're so desensitized to gun violence at this point that we don't realize, like, getting shot is still a traumatic experience. Big or small. I don't care where you shoot me at. You pulled out a firearm and used it on me. Yeah. Bree, I got a question. What do you think about that? What I just brought up about identity politics? I think that it's a very big thing um, in the culture that we're in. I also think it's a cop out. Um, People use identity politics um, just so they won't really have to show their true colors. Um, He's a white cop. He's a cop. He's got to be the good guy. But underlying, like, it's another black man off the street, so I'm not too upset about it. You know, like, it's just a better way of saying that. Yeah, I saw a lot of people that I see not upset asking what they do when the uh, black cop took the white girl and tased her. They didn't quite like that. Like, why you had to do that? I'm like, oh, so you yeah, upset about that? So you yeah. identifying? It's just a cop. It's a it's a cop out. It's it's a cop out. Even the hood girls that are taking it up for Tory, it's because they're desensitized and they're used to that. You know, like they're used to seeing things like that. Um, and they just want. It just. And another thing is, people want to feel like they aren't following the crowd anymore, which is really dumb. You tell all logic and you say, since everybody is on Meg's side, I'm going to take the other side. Um, even though it makes no logical sense for me to choose the other side, I'm going to choose it anyway, just so I can be different. Mm-hmm. And that's trash. Yeah, I think identity politics the same way as you feel like it's very dangerous in every sense, because if you just, if you start justifying wrong, you start losing your claim. Like I'm like, exactly. like, I, like we said last week, the guy that shot the two police officers in the back of the head, not knowing who they are, you a coward. He's wrong. You gotta, you gotta keep the same edge. If you anybody, if you do wrong, 
We got to call you out on it. That's the way I live my life. Yeah, wrong is wrong, regardless. Like, regardless of what situation you're in, regardless of if you look like me, if you talk like me, if you act like me, if you were wrong, you were wrong. Yeah, so... If you're... Like, you can't just choose to be... Like I said, I don't want to be in an oppression Olympics. I don't want to be oppressed. So don't i feel like some people are trying to live through all of this different stuff and i feel like they'll lose their identity if they didn't have it and i think that's just as dangerous as everything else because i'm like yo we got to figure out how to overcome this but i feel like some people don't want to overcome it. they don't they people don't people like being oppressed because if you think about how long we've been here it's like a routine now it's it's, it's a part of our lives so if we aren't oppressed and we're free from it, what do we do next? Yeah. And like I said, this, the whole Tory Lanez, Meg Thee Stallion situation set me uncomfortable. Um, It's a lot to that. Like there are a lot that we don't know, a lot that we can learn from, a lot as a culture we can look at and try to improve on because some of it, some of y'all statements silly. I'm just going to be honest with you. You just start it's just saying ridiculous. stuff like it don't make sense. I'm like, bro. You just try to be relevant. And sometimes you don't have to be relevant in all situations. Like you don't have to speak on everything that you see. Like you can just form your opinion and keep it to yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, I feel like we all picking teams now, identity politics. Um I don't if yo, I just want equality. I don't if you better than me at a job. Please give them the job. Don't give me a job because I'm a man or because I'm black. I try my best to be the best at whatever I do. So it's like an insult to me to say, yo, I gave this to you just because. But at the same time, give no, me a fair chance. Yes. And I want a fair <laughs> chance too. So don't not give it to me because of whatever. It's on both ends. Like give me the job because I'm qualified, period. Like I, I don't need a lot of that other stuff. Um, but all in all, <laughs> like this is like a plea because I just I'm seeing it happen more often, and people are becoming desensitized to it. But we need to protect our black women, and and I wouldn't say this if there was such a discrepancy, like if it was so unbalanced, um, because we're literally at the bottom, <laughs> okay? Like, we are the most unprotected, um, period. People protect their animals more than they protect black women. And we saw that with Breonna Taylor and, and the officers. My dick went to jail for way longer for dogs, you know, like. Yo, they, get, just, they actually got charged for shooting walls. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, not even the, oh, it could have hit a neighbor. What about the person that was in the house that it actually hit? Well, she, the walls got charged. I mean, the man got charged for the walls. Like she, the walls got justice before Breonna Taylor did. By the way, let me address the, the Charles Barkley Shaq situation. Um, Just because the boyfriend shot don't mean she deserved to die. Now, if he got shot, you could maybe make that case. But that's what the argument loses with me. I'm like, he shouldn't have shot. She wouldn't have got shot. 
but she was sleep. Like what if so if he if, if Bree commit a crime and the police decided that yo he associated with Bree, do I get shot? Does that make sense? <laughs> in my sleep, yeah. do he get shot in his sleep? Yeah, Bree is the thing. Like yeah, like that doesn't make sense. Like I know he shot. Now if they shot him, you could have been like, oh, self protection, blah blah blah. But if you just randomly shoot, you shooting in the house, they deemed it dangerous for the neighbors. He shot so wild in the house. Think about that. Exactly. And then you didn't just fire a warning shot. You unloaded in them people's house. Like her death was worth twelve million dollars, but not worth going to jail over. Meaning you know you did wrong. Meaning you know you paid for a wrongful death, but you didn't convict anyone. Nobody went to jail for her death. Yeah, protect our black queens. You see one in trouble, help her. You see one in trouble. Yes, man, attempt to. Like, we know that some some situations occur um, and the black woman is the protagonist, that she is the cause of the situation. But at least be like, hey, are you okay? Before you just turn on your phone or just turn around to walk away. A simple are you okay sometimes goes a very, very long way. Um, because after that point, if she says, yeah, I'm fine, you walk, you can walk away and be like, I asked if she was okay. But if you do nothing, like absolutely nothing, what does that say about your character? You can't just, we can't just keep walking around saying it's none of my business. Because you're not even handling your own business, so you might as well just help somebody else in, in the meantime, between time. And I don't mean that as an insult, but we just need to protect our black women better than we have been doing. We do every every in real life, not just in celebrity life. Yeah, they most people, man. If you see a black queen struggling, you got help her out, man. Help, man. It's yo, yo. Listen, people are losing, getting evicted. If you got it, help someone. It don't have to even be a, just a black queen, just anybody. Just be a decent human being. How about that? And it doesn't have to be extreme or violent. Like, I have seen, like, for, like, small, small example, like, I'm lugging this big 10-feet tent out of, like, a, a bus trying to put it up, and I've watched men, like, stand around and just look at me. Don't even ask me if I need help. And I'm like, what kind of world do we live in that <laughs> you see somebody struggling and you decide not to help them? Oh uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta step up when you gotta step up for your people, anybody in your situation. Don't form these identity politics things like, oh she got it, she good, she know what she doing, all that stuff. Don't no. lump everybody Even into the same category. Exactly. Even if I do know what I'm doing. Because sometimes, most times I do. It's okay to still want to help me. I'm not going to turn down the help unless I just absolutely don't need it. But come on. Protect us. We need it. Yeah, protect our black queens. Thank them every day. They gave birth to you, man. Why not give a black queen some love? Tell her, tell her I love you. Black women are. Bree, I love you. Black women are magic. I love you. <laughs> I tell Bree them all the time. Black women are. <laughs> yeah. We know this was heavy. This was heavy this week because it's been heavy, okay? But it, it was needed. 
So thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Bree, anything you want to say? Talk about purpose? Anything? Any other ideas you want? Um, I want this to be interactive. If you feel like you are protecting black women, t- tell us how. So you can each one teach one. Tell us how you protect black women. Um, tell us how you can protect black women better. Um, if you don't feel like you need to protect black women, tell us that because those are important things to know also. Um, because there may be some things that we need to teach to the other side. Um, not be more submissive because that's BS. You don't, that ain't the answer. But um, tell, just tell us how. And um, if you're a black woman, also tell us how you would like to be protected. Um, the things that you would like. Um, and drink your water, mind your business. Yeah, drink that's, your water, mind your business. when it comes to protecting somebody else. <laughs> don't blow that out of proportion. Don't use that wrong. But um, that's it. Tell us what y'all want us to talk about. Yeah. Hopefully we can get this something amazing going soon. My nonprofit, Maximize 24. Yay. Brie Free the queen. Yay, yay. Uh, something amazing is a mentorship program. We're going to try to get started next year. So hopefully we get that started get it top uh we're gonna work with nasa you do collaborations yes i maximize your 24 and mentor these young people who a lot of times not getting real mentorship nowadays clearly because they don't like black women we need to help them okay they need some help, help. all right brie it was an amazing show thank you for doing this every week we appreciate you queen thank you I'm so excited. I'm excited. Always, always. Every Wednesday, by the way, I know I didn't say this a lot in the video. We wanted to keep it keep it deep and talk. But hit that like button, hit that follow button. If you're on YouTube, if you're on any other network, hit that follow button. We do this every Wednesday. It comes out at noon Eastern on all the uh platforms on the Spotify, Apple Music. It come out five Eastern on the YouTube. So if you want to watch us, you can watch us there. If you want to listen, you can just listen early in the day. I know more people actually probably well, it's a mixture. More people, a lot of people listen this week more so than watch. But last week, more people watched. So we're going to see which one week three going to do. Let's go. Which one y'all like better? And again, thank you, Brie, for this amazing show, this amazing topic that she put up that we need to learn about and talk about more. Thank you. I'm grateful to have a platform to be able to discuss the hard things. We got we're gonna do it overall nine nine ENT. Might change the nine nine media soon. But I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace.